see things much more clear than from the ground. It's all okay? It would be. Were you not now halfway down? Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not The Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today I wanted to try something a little different that I've been toying with. Uh, just something that I've wanted to do for a while. While this show is primarily focused on movies, I did think about maybe doing specific episodes or just shows that might be like short form like something like uh cuphead which has just gotten a season so yeah i wanted to talk about maybe specific episodes of shows or just shows in general just to add more diversity to what i can do on this show and i figured okay uh one of my favorite shows of all time one of my favorite streaming show probably my favorite streaming show uh is bojack horseman uh now if you're unaware of that show it's on Netflix. It's a very depressing comedy. I mean, there's some funny stuff in there, but it gets really heavy on the depressing stuff. This is a show about pretty much it's a celebrity, like from a Full House um, type of sitcom where the main character is a horse who's pretty much a man. Because in this show, it's pretty much like, okay, animals and humans live together, but it's not like, like the whole Mickey Mouse thing where it's like, okay, you know, animals and their own sizes or whatever. Like, no, no, pretty much you get all the animals are humanoid-like. Uh, they're pretty much as if they're regular people, but with animal bodies. Well, animal attachments. It's not really exactly like, you know, furry stuff, but I guess some of it could be. Uh, but realistically, I'm not interested in that the discussion. What I'm mainly getting at is that it's a really good show if you've never seen it, especially if you're into the whole uh, depression... Uh, conversation, um, just stuff where it's like, out of the many shows that I've seen that have talked about like mental health and whatnot, I feel this one has done it the best that I've seen so far because it really gets to like the heart of of these problems and it never shies away from acknowledging that even though the main character suffers from depression and has his own mental illnesses, it doesn't try to pretend that, you know, he's um, like, his problems are absolved because of that. Like, it fully acknowledges, hey, you know, he can do wrong, he is wrong at times, and, you know, the show really lets him do really wrong things because of his own, um, issues, and I, I like that because there's a lot of people who struggle with these, um, like, mental illnesses and depression, um, who maybe, you know, when they're not in the best place do some really horrible things um so it's nice to acknowledge like hey look this is how far you can go when you're not in the right state of mind we'll acknowledge that you know you're not the worst human being for doing that but at the same time we'll also acknowledge that you're not right like that that's what what a lot of the show has like a lot of times you know the show isn't afraid to call him out but at the same time it does acknowledge like okay we we get that you're messed up um, and it sucks. It, it really does suck, but you can't just use that as your own defense for doing horrible things. I like that because a lot of shows that I've noticed, even some movies, like a prime example of this will be Dear Evan Henson, have, you know, topics of like depression, um, suicide and all that stuff. And by the way, 
Yeah, this is going to be some depressing stuff. So if you feel at all like it might be triggering for you, I understand if you want to skip this episode. So just letting you know, like if this is the kind of stuff that might upset you, you might want to skip it. But if not, you know, stay right here. But there's a lot of these shows that just kind of gloss over it. Like they'll acknowledge like, oh, we're talking about it. But they don't tackle it in a way that acknowledges that this can be really messed up for people um and it can be wrong uh because you have like one perfect example for me is uh another netflix show called 13 reasons why i've only seen the first season i've heard that the other seasons don't do the show any favors and while it certainly has its fans i am not one of them i hated every episode I saw of the show, and I hated the whole experience just because while a lot of it was like, okay, so you are shining a light on these issues, you don't necessarily acknowledge why they're a problem in some cases. Like, you have, you know, because the whole premise of the show is that a, a girl pretty much commits suicide um, or dies by suicide. I know that's supposed to be the term. I don't know. I, I don't feel too bothered by the, uh, the whole commit because, I don't know, I, I guess it's supposed to be bad because it makes... People feel guilty about it, but at the same time, I, I feel that that commit is a pretty neutral word. I don't know, but let, let's just say dies by suicide. And afterwards, she releases, like, these tapes um, to specific people, and it's, like, 13 tapes, each one dedicated to a certain person, and that person has to listen through all, all the tapes, not just theirs, and then pass it along to the next person to basically kind of give an idea of why she took her life. It's not the worst premise. I mean, I can see how you can make something good out of that, but at the same time, it is one of those things where you're walking on a tight rope, and I don't feel the show did it justice. Uh, because with that one, it was just like, okay, most of this feels like it's kind of glorifying the idea of it. Like, you never get an, a, a sense of like, okay, maybe doing this was not right. Like, of course, you you feel sympathy for this girl because no one should, should do that. And just to be clear, none of you should ever consider going through with... Um, with that kind of thing, but at the same time, it, it just, it's like, okay, so she points out, this person was shitty to me, this person was shitty to me, and, you know, it, it goes, you know, extremely worse, and, uh, up to a point where one of them is even, you know, has even raped her, and it, it goes around with this so much that it feels more like it's gleefully tackling this idea of, like, hey, let's just, you know, let her, you know, you guys were horrible, this is what you get, to the point that it's it even sounded appealing to some people, from what some reports suggested, where people were like, "Oh, let me consider doing something like that when I take my life," and it's like that shouldn't be the takeaway from something like this, uh, and it's not how because the main character, um, who's listening to his tapes, like you're expecting at some point, like, okay, we're gonna realize that maybe he wasn't the best person or maybe. Um, with the way he's acting, it's, you know, suggesting that maybe, yeah, he, you know, he did hurt this girl, because he's even one of the tapes on there, but then it turns out, like, oh, no, you were one of the nicest people I knew, you were just, um, in this, this, um, thing, because, uh, you were heavily involved with a lot of stuff that happened, even though no nothing you did was wrong, so you're just there to help out on, um, telling my story, and it's just like, okay, uh, again, it, it, it just feels like it's a glorification of what she's doing. It never feels like it, it's willing to call her out on it, which I know that can be harsh because say, hey, you know, she committed suicide. Should we really be calling her out for this? 
but I mean, it's still a decision that is final and, you know, horrible. So it would be nice if the show at least acknowledged like, hey, look, you know, maybe she should have gotten some help. Maybe some of the people around her were trying to help and it just never really, I don't know, it, it never tries to create an argument that acknowledges like, hey, look, someone doing 13, you know, tapes on this subject is kind of wild and maybe not the best idea and you know maybe the way the character seeing her as this perfect saint is not exactly ideal um of course she shouldn't have gone through with it and you know we don't want to say she's a bad person for having gone through with it but at the same time you know the fact that she planned this whole thing out um with seemingly no one noticing is like there's a lot of issues there and it just feels like a lot of it has hand waved with well because she had mental issues it's okay or not okay but at least slightly more acceptable but i I don't know it, it feels like there's a lot of nuance there that is missing and it just does it in a very black and white way so yeah, there's a lot of things that go wrong, and BoJack Horseman is one of the few where I think, yeah, it fully acknowledges, like, hey, look, what happened with BoJack is bad, but at the same time, the way he's responding to these things isn't exactly good either, and it's not healthy to be just constantly going back to, well, just because I'm depressed, that means I can do this bad thing, when it's like, no, you do not get a get-out-of-jail-free card. Like, of course, we'll take sympathy with you, but... We won't um, just say, like, okay, you know, what you're doing is okay because you did, you know, you were feeling bad. So, the specific episode I'm talking about is the penultimate, um, is the penultimate episode of the series. It's called The View from Halfway Down. Uh, and in this episode, it starts off with Bojack pretty much in a dream. Uh, one of his former child star uh, co-stars, because, again, he was, like, in a full house kind of thing. Uh, in this case, uh... It was a show called Horsin' Around, and the youngest girl, who went through her own fame pretty much uh, midway through the series, spoiler alert, um, overdoses, so she's out of the show, and yeah, you see him with her going to what's pretty much a dinner party at his parents' house, and of course by this point in the show, both parents are dead. Uh, and we get that. We pretty much see, like, the whole dinner party is characters that have died at various points of the show, uh, be it the mother, the co-star, another co-star for a movie that that he does during the show, Zach Braff, which is kind of funny because Zach Braff actually did die at some point in the show as himself. Um, it's kind of a jokey episode where everyone from Hollywood, because in this show it's not Hollywood, it's Hollywood, are trapped in a... Under under the rubble, so Zach Braff gets killed in that episode. Whatever, it's funny. Trust me. So yeah, you got different people. Even one of them being uh, the guy who created um, BoJack's show, Horsing Around, who was a very close friend until they had a pretty much a falling out because um, BoJack didn't support him when Hollywood pretty much uh, Hollywood turned its back on him because he was gay. 
along with that, eventually you get someone that inspired Bojack um, entering the dinner party, but he has the voice of Bojack's father. All the characters that you see right there are pretty much characters whose deaths were pretty much seen throughout the show. So that's kind of interesting. But of course, it's also supposed to be from an emotional standpoint uh, to Bojack. Because this whole party is, of course, consisting of people who already dead and he even acknowledges plays a uh, plays around with it he's pretty much like okay i've had this dream before i know what happens we're gonna talk a little bit and there's some pretty heavy stuff in there and eventually he wakes up uh before this like uh special show that they put on except this time the show still uh, the, the dream still goes bojack actually attends the show which is pretty much like a whole talent show with uh his former co-star of uh, child co-star um, dancing um, and singing, the mother doing a little performance with with the son, the guy who's supposed to be uh, his inspiration with the voice of the dad, does a poem called The View From Halfway Down, which is where the episode gets the title from, and it's just a very heavy episode. Like, it's something where it's like, yeah, I would imagine someone who's maybe struggling with these things would actually, would actually feel that. I'll admit, uh, this episode, one of the things that did kind of bug me when it came out, is isn't so much that, you know, anything bad within the episode, because it's actually a really great episode. It's one of the best um, episodes I've seen, not just of this show, but of any show within the last decade. I was actually thinking about doing, like, a short film, and I still have plans for it. I, it's changed up a bit. Um, dealing with someone who's pretty much in the afterlife, um, and it's similar to this, where it's, like, whole dinner and gathering and people discussing, essentially, ideas of the whole thing. So it was kind of like... Well, now this show kind of beat me to it, but I, I can still find a way to do it. But it's still such a depressing episode because you're seeing, you know, pretty much someone processing the whole idea of death. Uh, because as we later find out, um, Bojack is pretty much um, in his pool, pretty much on drugs. Like, you know, he's pretty much drowning and it's, this is supposed to be his final moments. So this is just the brain processing what it needs to do to just get him on through like you know even by the end uh when bojack is called on stage to, to this sort of talent show because pretty much how it goes is that every time someone um does a little act they go into this door that's just completely black and it's like an endless void and of course this is horrifying especially for bojack who finds that he can't leave the area eventually he's called on stage as everyone else has already gone through except for his um his former friend, the guy who created the show he was in, um, who's pretty much the announcer for this whole setup. And, you know, he even explains, like, well, this is it. There's no other side. Um, once you go through, that's it. Everything must come to an end. Oh, Bojack, no. There is no other side. And it's like, that is heavy. Especially with some with, with people who have experienced this kind of stuff. I, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but I, I have had, you know, thoughts on, on this kind of stuff before. And just seeing it just illustrated, it's like, I've never seen a show, let alone a movie, who, who does it as relatable as um, this does. So... Pretty much Bojack, of course, still, you know, fearful because he's like, you know, you get the idea that he's pretty much trying to accept it, but at the same time, he can't. Uh, eventually, finds a way to run out of there as the whole world around him is collapsing, and he pretty much does 
what you would expect from the show, um, runs off to call uh, his closest friend in, in the show, Diane, who by this point in the show is not even in the same same area where Bojack is. And she even points out, like, you know, well, it's supposed to be the dream boy. He's like, I can't do anything about it. I'm not anywhere near you. Like, And that's when Bojack realizes, oh, that's what happened. I, you know, tried calling for help, but instead I ended up just going on for the second um, no one responded. Yeah, the episode just closes out with him talking with her. As you see, pretty much this black goo that's been slowly encroaching on him throughout the the entire episode um, is pretty much grabbing hold of everything, drowning everything out. And Bojack's just trying to have a peaceful conversation with Diane, and it just ends with, oh, how how was your day? She says, it was good. He asks, oh, yeah? And she says, yeah, it was good. And everything gets sucked in by the black goo, and you hear pretty much like the whole, um, what do they call it? It's not the the beep, but it's pretty much like what you hear at the hospital the second the heart stops where it's just like a, a flat line. You hear a flat line and that's how the episode closes out and it's just like, this is such a dark way for, for a show to get out, or go out. How was your day? Good, yeah. My day was good. And admittedly, this is the penultimate episode, as I said earlier in, the sh- in, in this episode. Um, so technically, there is a little bit more. I mean, of course, there's one more episode. And without giving too much away, we find out that, okay, so Bojack's fate isn't as clear-cut as we thought based on that. I won't uh, spoil it, for, so you guys can go watch it if you want. Uh, realistically, whether you choose to watch that final episode or not... I feel this uh, second to last episode is definitely the one that you should watch, even if you've never seen the show. Like, some of it will, of course, be stuff that you might need a little catch-up on, but I feel that the premise itself works regardless if you've seen the show or not. It is a really good episode, but again, if you might be struggling with these thoughts, maybe hold off on it. I I just feel that it worked for me because it was something where it was relatable, and I I like how it approached the topic without um, feeling... Like it was just abusing the idea. It felt like it was actually acknowledging the nuances of like, okay, is this good? Is this bad? And it's kind of like, it's not necessarily one or the other, but at the same time, you don't get the idea of like, okay, we're just forgiving Bojack for any of his um, past deeds um, just because of what, what he's done. We're not exactly scolding him for it, but we're just acknowledging like, okay, this stuff is bad. But there's always a chance of, you know, getting out of it. Um, pretty much he's redeemable, but not in a way that it's like, okay, he'll do one good thing and that's it. Everything, you know, will fall into play. Like uh, This is explored more in the final episode, of course, where it's like, you know, you may do something good one day, but the next day you'll do something bad again. And all you can really do is just try to do more good. And hopefully you'll end up being consistent with that and just feel good about yourself. Um, but there's no guarantee that it's forever and there's no guarantee that you won't slip back and do um, bad things. The only thing you can hope for is that you have enough control over yourself to do good things um, as you go along. Really good. It's, it's a really com- complex yet simple way of putting it. And I, Again, I just feel like that's what the show did that was so well. 
um, that it really tackled these ideas without making you feel like um, it was leaning too hard on one way or the other. Uh, it didn't feel like it was just forgiving the character for no reason other than just to forgive him. It, it felt real, despite it being a show about, you know, talking animals. So, yeah, it's definitely one that's worth watching, and I don't know, if this kind of thing uh, interests you, I hope um, you can let me know. Maybe I'll do more future episodes on specific episodes of shows. Uh, realistically, I don't watch as many shows as one might expect. I tend to watch more movies, so, you know, for example, I've never seen... Um, Granted, this is a, li a live-action show, but I've never seen, like, Stranger Things, for example. Um, when it comes to animation, there are plenty of ones where I'm like, you know, I've heard of it, it's good, but I haven't gotten around to it. I've heard the She-Raw's good, the, the new one. Haven't gotten around to it. Uh, there was no Masters of the Universe show from Kevin Smith. Um, haven't gotten around to it. There's a lot of these that I just don't get around to, so, you know, if you got a specific episode that you maybe want to, you know see me do just let me know and i'll check it out um just keep in mind that i won't do these as often as movies not one just because it's technically more of a movie show but also because i don't watch enough shows to do this as regularly but you know as a way to change you know change um, the pace as a way to break up uh, certain periods it'd be nice to do these so yeah um with all that out of the way, thank you for listening to this. If you enjoyed it, subscribe. If you're right here watching it on YouTube, if you're just listening to it through Podbean, Spotify, wherever, I would say, you know, just follow the, the podcast. And of course, if you want to support me even more, Patreon. Patreon is a good way to help me financially. It's, it's a good way to help fund the show. So always consider that. Uh, it's www.patreon.com slash yeah, realistically, that's all I can really say. Just support me any way you can, whether it's just by sharing this, uh, by supporting my Patreon, liking this, whatever you, you gotta do. And I'll see you next time. I wish I could have known about the view from halfway now!